0: Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Erin, that's Char. We're in the studio. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. <laughs> um, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. Is Mercury in Retrograde? Yes, it is. Is it Actually, really? Yeah. Oh, at Jesus. least it was late last week. But yeah. That, that explains my driving. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I mean, but I'll... Oh, hold on. We're also... <laughs> We're also on BFF.fm FM every Monday morning from five thirty to six. Um, yeah, I look. There's always interesting traffic in San Francisco. I hit traffic if I'm driving every morning, and I think I have my route down. There's fucking traffic. There's a lane closed because they're doing something. That's so true. It just that's I mean, the city now. There's always traffic. There's always well, yeah. There's always
1: something because I, I guess that's what it was. Is I was thinking that coming in. No, um, like I thought that there was some kind of big event or something no. like that. Like if it was like you know Dreamforce or something stupid like that.
0: <laughs> it is coming, but I don't know when. Soon. I know. I've I like I think I I've, I've seen the 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 billboards. Yeah, the literature about it. Coming. Oh my god, they're <laughs> little cartoon creatures. Like you're in Disneyland, but you're not. Um, yeah, it's just there's always traffic. When I drive back from Oakland to San Francisco with no traffic. 25 minutes door to door at night coming home. It's about an hour door to door. Oh yeah. Cause you're reverse. Community. It's reverse, but right. Not really. <laughs> That's true. Ish. But anyways, anyways, traffic talk. Dot com. Uh, <sighs> so there, we've done a lot. Uh, I feel bitch talk has done a lot. Shar and I have done a lot in the last week. Uh, I went to Lizzo last week. That feels like 10 years ago. She was fucking awesome. Uh, Sold out crowd. It was the last show of her tour. I will admit I drank a lot of wine. So it's like, I know I had a lot of fun. (laughs) I was jumping around a lot. Uh, I wore my bitch talk stuff to represent. Um, I really wish I came up with 100% that bitch. (laughs) Damn, that's like one of her taglines. Uh, she was great. She had two great openers, too. Great DJ. I can't wait for, like, the next version of Lizzo because I think that last album came out three years ago, and uh, it's all DJ background music, so she doesn't have a live band, which I was a little bummed about. I'm like, wait until she has, like, a live band. It's just going to be even better.
1: Yeah. Um, Do we talk about this on the show or off the, off the air? When- Probably off. Th- the first time I the first time I saw her was oh at, maybe
0: on the air but go ahead at
1: Outside Lins.
0: yeah last two thousand eighteen yes yeah
1: yeah yeah a year over a year ago mm-hmm. and I remember you know people were asking who's your like what was the standout or what was surprising you or whatever at at Outside Lands this year and I'm like dude it was Lizzo because she like blew the freaking trees off you know? it was, yeah it was. Crazy, and I, nobody knew who she was at the time, nope, and then slowly, but surely it's yeah, it's taken about a year, yeah, for her to become who she is right now, and then I was watching her, she did um uh, I don't know if it was like twenty twenty or you know something like you know we'll one throw, date throwing it back dateline or something <laughs> like that, but she did one of those you know like she's she's hitting. She's that big where they're like doing you know features, oh yeah, and they're talking about her she's background from Texas. and yeah, and you know like her playing the flute and Dude, all that stuff. That's my
0: favorite thing about her. I love it. And how I, much she practiced and so interesting. She twerks while she flouts. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you say it? Um, she was great. I like I said. I I think she's such a amazing talent that like with a live band, it's just going to be even better. So, um, yeah, Lizzo go see her if you can, I guess she's doing another tour in another month or so. Um, she's part of a different tour, like some kind of, kind of like a, not kitty, but like young adult Mm -hmm. type tour. Cause I, I got a DM from a friend of mine. She's like, I'm taking my daughter in December to this show. And Lizzo's a part of it. So I'm like, nice. Lizzo's really... She's for all ages. My cousin works for Cosmopolitan out in Las
1: Vegas. Oh. And you mean the hotel Cosmopolitan? The, yes, the, ho- the, the hotel. Little sh- the swanky hotel. Yeah. Have and you stayed there?
0: Yeah. A couple it, times. Is it nice? It's super nice. It's like, okay. well... Is it uh, better the, than the GSR? Uh, well,
1: depends on how you look at it. Different. Different. Well, you know, the way that it worked out was they were those hotels were supposed to be condos and so they all have they all have like little mini kitchenettes and and they're like little condo apartments okay and then um i think it was like donnie deutsch or somebody like that that was supposed to like originally owned it or maybe he was the one who bought it something like that like it was supposed to be owned by some real estate magnet and then he ended up yeah there and then um (laughs) It For whatever reason um It fell through And then they were like Cosmopolitan Was like Okay we're gonna turn this Into a big swanky hotel Huh And so all the hotel rooms Are like It's like you're staying In an apartment Cool so, I like that
0: That's kind of neat You kind of need that In Vegas I feel yeah. yeah It's better than just a room I don't know Because everything's So fucking expensive That's true It's nice to have the fridge Put a bubbly in there Stock up your bar yeah, Have microwave. some food Yeah Bags of Doritos. But, yeah, but my cousin, um, she does events and stuff
1: for... for the oh, cosplay. yeah, duh. And so she... <laughs> about Lizzo. So Sorry. she, and we were talking about all the... Because I went back in August, and she was telling me, oh, you need to come back for all these uh, concerts that are coming through. And I was, like, looking down the line, and I, the only one that appealed to me was Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And then um, she was like, yeah, that's the most popular one that everybody's <laughs> hitting
0: me up for right, right. Now. Like, yeah, Dude, sure. why don't we go sometime? Would she have us there? I'm sure.
1: I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna be a uh, a troy free hookup like the GSR, right. but uh,
0: we haven't um, even been there in a minute. Dang.
1: But uh I'm sure like, you know, like if there's some concert or something that we wanted to go to, like
0: that would you know Yeah. Be I haven't been to I haven't been to Vegas since Schwarzenegger was elected governor. Oh my god. And I thought that was the worst thing to happen in politics. Little did I know. 16 years later.
1: That's like me in New York.
0: (laughs) You need to go back to New York. Uh, Off the air, I got a good story about New York for you. Damn it. Uh, So, yeah, we were a part of Reimagine again. I can't believe that's already over also. Um, I just had a friend of mine. Actually, that's what she said earlier this week. She's like, yeah, I'm going to check out some of the Reimagine stuff. I'm like, it just it wrapped on Sunday. It's like, it's <laughs> uh, over. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, but uh, we were part of their Good Grief show. And um, I thought, I, I don't know, the audience was great. Um, everyone was super into it, I thought. Even if you went into it and you're like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And I loved all the comedians. And uh, did a quick and fun, um, quick and dirty Q&A afterwards with the uh three of them Sandra For Sandra sure. Rizzer, Joe Klosek and Mikey Waltz and they all had very different perspectives around uh living and dying and death and uh it was great i i had fun and i had fun shutting up the hecklers they, i guess they weren't really hecklers they were just loud drunk people um as they are it, yeah every time every and and- fucking time any comedy club yeah that's a that's a easy bet to make with someone
1: and it was a long show too i bet you that it was what 90 minutes oh yeah
0: because they just kept coming right yeah nine i think there's nine comedians was it that many? eight to nine yeah uh
1: so um
0: so yeah that's a lot of drinking <laughs> yeah but come on they're and they're always in the first row that's the <laughs> thing put them in the back um, but that was a fun show. Do you have any I oh, and the other thing about that show is I was happy to have um our our fr- our friend of the pod uh Dana Keys there. Oh yeah. As well as our other friend of the pod um Please take this out. Why am I blanking on his name? I'm so tired <laughs> right now. What's his name? What is his name? Arizona? He uh, drove up? Yeah. Uh, I want to Hold say- on. Oh, Craig sorry let's i'll start that over another friend of the pod um craig rasmussen who um is a podcaster down in arizona i met him years ago oh so many years ago at uh la pod fest and he was up and got to come to the show but i really appreciated dana because i knew that she literally just lost her cat over that weekend and she's
1: ah man it's like uh I don't know if it's God or the sober gods or somebody's testing her testing her ass out this 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 year. Um well, she yeah, she lost her cat on Sunday. 2 weeks before that, her best friend's husband died from cancer. That's uh, why she was in LA. Right. Yeah. And then um along with attending good grief, she was doing a an of uh, a reimagine reimagine event. event of her own and on, you went on Friday, yeah last Friday How at, was it it was great it was um is it expressions right yeah, it was at the uh college yeah. um expressions college in Emeryville, right, and one of uh the production people that uh was at k Fog for a little while okay um she was the one who kind of organized it she had she had heard about she had heard about reimagine through Dana and I when we promoted reimagine last year and then um wanted like had the inspiration to do it on her own and she put together you know somebody for somebody that you know doesn't really put up a lot of events and stuff like that she put together something you know really cool Good. and 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 stuff and it was uh it was Sam who was the PA and um Dana and Chasta from the Bone.
0: Oh cool. Okay. And
1: all three of them weird coincidence enough is they all lost their dads about 10 to, like mid mm. 2000s early mm. 2000s. And so they all told basically they you know opened themselves up and they told their you know losing their dad stories and then how music in- impacted their their loss. Mm-hmm. And um in between each set of them talking for like 10 or 20 minutes, they, uh, they played mu- the, like a song, like kind of dedicated to their, to the memories with their dad and mm. stuff like that. So it was really cool. And, and I was like, wow, like for Dana, like if you, it's for people that don't know, Dana is one of my dearest friends and I'm, you know, we've been friends for like 15 years now. And and you've if, been through it with her. Yes. And if somebody had told me that she'd just lost her cat and she's supposed to do something about losing her dad. I would have bet money 10 years ago that she wasn't going to show up and we weren't going to know where she was. Right. And to <laughs> and to
0: and to say this again, she's a recovering addict. Right. Her podcast is called Radio Rehab. Right. And she just got her 4 year celebrator 4 year? Yeah. Her, with a coin uh, her 4 year chip, chip in thank you. um September. Yeah. And um Maybe it was the right timing. Yeah, well, and quite then frankly,
1: and um, I don't think very many people know. But then, like, and then her grandma, you know, hurt her, like broke her hip or something. So she's like in mm. Mississippi right now. Oh, she is. Ah,
0: yeah. oh, Dana, I feel so. For I'm you. like, how are you doing, my friend? So fall's kind of a fucker. Fall, yeah. winter with just health deaths. It's yeah. always around the holidays and. Yeah, it feels that way, doesn't it? Yes, historically in my life, well, not always, but I feel like it's more consistent than not. There's always loss. I, yeah, I guess you're right. And I if, I, if I if I if I think if
1: I think hard enough, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's gonna feel that. I it, it's gonna yeah succinctly go that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so watch out out there. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank Reimagine for having us again and. I'm already thinking about next year and timing anyways. How is uh storied SF? Uh, the, his show. Yeah. My uh, fiance, uh, and his podcast storied SF was up also for the reimagined show. He, um, did kind of, um, it's not really an artwork, but I don't know what would I call it? I'm in the museum world <laughs> installation. Thank you. Mm. Got it. um, called is San Francisco dying? And he went by there this morning, actually the place where it's at called the laundry in the mission um, district of San Francisco. They're keeping it up for another few weeks. They're like, people really love it. And they've been interacting. So he has 45 stories already. Oh, cool. Yeah. So people are actually interacting, um, writing stories. So what it is, is, you know, you find he has this huge blow up of San Francisco map and there's little dots and you, they're all numbered. And, uh, whatever number you pick in his notebook, you write your story about a time and space or place in San Francisco, and then you put it on the map. So, um, yeah, it's cool. And there's photography from his photographer for the show, Michelle Kilfeather up on the wall of some of their podcast, uh, stories and, um, yeah, it's cool. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, so that's happening. Uh, I hosted a little panel over the weekend. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I thought you were gonna give me shit, uh, with boots, Riley, uh, Rosanna Sullivan again from Pixar. Right. And, um, the executive director of cam media who we've worked with before, right. um, Steven Gong. And it was a panel, um, that is kind of one out of, I can't think it's five. It's five. I should know this. Um, It's a part of the Oakland Museum of California's 50th anniversary, and uh, it was called Belonging on Film, and it was great. I was sweating it uh, for a week. I was really actually trying to get out of it and trying to book different people to moderate it. Once Boots Riley um, said yes, he said, we we had been emailing back and forth with his people for like a good three weeks before they actually confirmed and it was like the Friday a week out mm-hmm. from the event and I was like let's get someone else to do this I don't want to do it <laughs> that's funny because I was also working so and I also helped put together the panel so well when I saw it because you didn't say anything I hadn't heard about it until you had posted I know, about because it because I didn't think I was actually gonna have well to that do was it. the
1: thing is I was and yeah I so guess- then I didn't want to create more work I, I well, I chuckled because I was just like, "Oh, I guess you're comfortable enough to start doing." You've done so many of these uh, panels no, by yourself, no, of, of late no. that you were like, "Oh, I'll do it, no problem." Oh <laughs> no, oh no.
0: I I uh, had about a week's worth of anxiety. The two days leading up to it, I didn't really sleep. You can ask uh, my fiance. I downloaded uh, meditations to do, and uh, I got through. It, <laughs> got through, it, and I got sick. Um, but he was great. He's so prolific, dude. I it's been a few years since we've worked with it him. It is, yeah. And every time he sees me, he doesn't know who I am. It's fine. But um <laughs> he's working on some stuff. Uh he has something with Netflix coming up. Um, but there's other stuff he can't talk about. So um yeah, he's just he literally walked in ten minutes and I knew it. I told everyone else, I'm like, he's gonna walk in about ten minutes till the event starts. And he did. Came in at 1:50. Starts at two. Everyone else came in early. We did our mic checks, whatever. He literally came in in sweats and like, kind of like a sweatshirt in this jacket. He's still a great, but he's like, yeah, I was. I've been moving all day. We were moving, <laughs> 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 just like yeah, I'm boots. Um, he's great. There's a lot of, lot of cool. I really wish that we recorded it for the podcast, but it was so. I just it didn't happen. It's fine. I'm gonna kick myself for like a year, but it's totally fine, man. Totally fine. It'll happen again. Uh, a couple other things to check in about. Um, so we are we are going to Sundance 2020. <laughs> it's coming up rather quickly. Um, yeah, deadline after deadline after deadline, yeah, so just we're gonna be talking about Sundance a lot, and there could be an element of us maybe asking our audience to pitch in a little just to help us get us there since we are a independent media outlet, so uh if you got a couple bucks and you love hearing us because we don't charge for this podcast, this is the time to throw in twenty dollars or a thousand dollars if you love us um. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head how many interviews we did this last Sundance, but it's upwards of thirty. Uh, I believe we did. If we're talking about um,
1: festival buzz and just just interviews, and, period, we did about forty-five.
0: Okay, so we did about forty-five uh, interviews, and um, and then know. we we broadcasted on our podcast probably about twenty-five, maybe sure. So, like, over 100. Just kidding. (laughs) If I'm doing my math right, and I'm not. Um, But so we'll be talking about Sundance a lot, and we're hoping that our dear friend Angela uh, should be coming back. Miss her so much. There's a lot of other things happening. Uh, I just interviewed uh, the director of The Kingmaker. Her name's uh, Lauren Greenfield. We've had her on the show before for Generation Wealth. That was rad. I don't know if you're able to watch the link I sent you yet, Shar. Um, not yet. but I'm looking forward to it. Jaw-dropping. That's all I'm going to say. I okay. had no idea what was happening in the Philippines. I was so bummed that you and Ange were not there as a part of the uh, interview with Lauren. So bummed. Okay. Okay. She even asked. She's like, weren't there more people to your team? It's just me and Jeff. And I'm like, yeah, and my other team members are Filipino, so they would have totally had way more to say than I do. Um, but yeah. Uh, and, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, we're back at that's what she said. That episode is out. We're talking with Brefni Wall talking about the Hague convention, which I had no idea about. And she kind of has a crazy story about how it affected her life. So please, uh, head to the link in, uh, in our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook bios, you will find the latest episode and listen to us there. Uh, that's it for this basic bitch find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us at bff.fm. Every Monday morning from 5:30 to 6. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Yeah. Bitch please.